This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Padres Postgame Show on the Padres Radio Network. Coming up, we'll deliver a full recap of today's game with highlights. Plus, we'll take you down to the manager's office to hear from Bob Melvin. And we'll give you an update on scores from around Major League Baseball. The Padres Postgame Show starts now on the Padres Radio Network. Welcome into our post-game show here on the Padres Radio Network. Sam Levitt with you from Dodger Stadium in L.A. The final score in this series opener between the Padres and the Dodgers. L.A. 4 and San Diego 2. As we wrap this one up, a lot to get to. We'll have a full recap and the highlights for you. Go down to the clubhouse here from Padres manager Bob Melvin and much, much more to come. The fans have taken the outfield here at Dodger Stadium. They're getting ready to uh, shoot off some fireworks here, so it should be uh, fun for the fans here in L.A., Uh, But if you're a Padres fan, I don't uh, think you're in a very celebratory kind of mood right now. We're in the mood for fireworks. A very tough day for the Padres in this one. Padres battled back after trailing two to nothing for most of this game. Dodgers scoring two runs and a two-run double from Freddie Freeman. Third inning, Padres clawed their way back in the seventh inning, got a couple of two-out base runners. Ha-Sung Kim at the time, a big two-run double to tie the game at two. But moments later in the bottom half of the seventh inning, back-to-back home runs by Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman gave the Dodgers a 4-2 to two lead, and that was the final score. Padres issues with runners in scoring position continued in this game they went one for seven with runners in scoring position and the Padres with the defeat in this series opener they've now lost three in a row on this road trip one in five in the last six games five and six in the last 11 a tough day here in LA for the series opener and we have a lot to break down from this one as the Padres drop to a game below 500 at 19 and 20 Dodgers improved to 24 and 15 and what has been a tough road trip really everything after Tuesday two tough losses in Minnesota it continues here in LA on this Friday night we'll see if the Padres can bounce back in the final two games of this series but first we have to break down this 4 to 2 defeat to the LA Dodgers here tonight and we get it started when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. Our post-game 
show continues here from Dodger Stadium in L.A. Sam Levitt with you on the Padres Radio Network. Final score in this series opener between the Padres and the Dodgers. The Dodgers 4 and the Padres 2. A lot to do on our post-game show, as you can probably hear behind me. Still uh, a lot of music here in L.A. They are blasting off fireworks beyond center field. There are, I would say, at least a few thousand fans, maybe more than that, maybe more like uh, 5,000 fans, I'm not totally sure, uh, on the field right now, standing in the outfield, enjoying the fireworks. Many of the fans are still here in the seating bowl on the first level, second deck, the upper deck, uh, watching some uh, very nice fireworks beyond center field right now. But as I said earlier, not a uh, celebratory mood if you're a Padres fan after this one. Padres have now lost three straight games to the Dodgers after winning that series opener a week ago at Petco Park. Padres have dropped three straight games on this road trip. They are 5-6 and six in the last 11 games and 1-5 in the last six games. The issues with runners in scoring position continued in this game. Padres went 1-7 for seven and we'll break it all down. I've got a lot of numbers to get to here uh, about the offense and about the starting pitching, and I will get to those a little bit later. We are going to hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin in just a little bit, so stay with us for that. We'll also recap this one, play you back all the highlights from this 4-2 defeat. But quickly, before we hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin, another quick recap of this game. Dustin May and Blake Snell traded scoreless innings in the first couple of frames, but... uh, in the first couple of frames, they uh, traded scoreless innings, uh, but uh, uh, then it was a, a two-run double by Freddie Freeman after a couple of walks to begin the third inning by Blake Snell, a two-run double that gave the Dodgers a two-to-nothing lead. At the time, uh, that was a two-to-nothing lead, and then Snell got out of that inning with uh, a strikeout and a double play later in the inning, and you can hear the uh, fireworks going on uh, (laughs) beyond center field. Hopefully you can hear me okay. It probably sounds a lot louder to me than it sounds to you uh, listening. But it was a 2-0 game after three. Bottom line, Blake Snell settled into this outing. Six innings, two earned runs given up. Dustin May was very, very good. Six scoreless innings to begin his night. But then in the seventh inning, a two-out rally, a two-out double by Xander Bogarts, a walk to Matt Carpenter, and then it was May who gave up a two-run double to Ha-Sung Kim to tie the game at two. The problem, Tim Hill came on for the seventh inning, and with one out, Mookie Betts hit a solo home run to make it three to two L.A. Freddie Freeman went back-to-back with Betts. That made it four to two, and that was the ball game. That was the whole story here today, the two home runs in the seventh inning giving the Dodgers a 4-2 lead, and they go on to win by that final score. We'll continue to break it down. We'll play you back a bunch of the highlights coming up in a little bit as well. But first, let's go down to the clubhouse here at Dodger Stadium and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Let's take a trip down to the Padres clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food, 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian resource. How tough was it to um, see those back-to-back home runs after you guys worked so hard to, to tie it up there in that seven? Yeah, I mean, May was good tonight as he was the other night, and then all of a sudden, you know, we get some... We get some positive energy and, and some momentum in our dugout, and a couple of their big boys went deep. So, you know, we had a chance in the eighth, too. Manny hits the ball in his screws. We had first, third, nobody out. You know, that was kind of decided it. 
Blake had a few had the walks and a few runs, but overall, what'd you think of him? You know, one, I thought he was pretty good, other than, you know, a couple walks there. Um, but we needed six innings out of him today. We got a pretty beat up bullpen. So to be able to get six and, you know, not have to use too many guys after that was key. And you know, we threw, threw some pitches to get there, but, you know, at the end of the day, gives up two runs, four hits, and six innings. That's pretty good. What'd you see from Tim Hill on the home runs? Uh, I think trying to go up to Betts and got one down, yeah. and then just kind of center cut one to Freeman. Two pretty good hitters. Was Garcia always going to come in at that time, or was Martinez? Uh, it just depending on the situation. If we, if it was tied at that point in time, we had Martinez coming mm-hmm. in after they scored a couple of runs with Brock Garcia. In. On the whole, what did you think of kind of your approach today? Look, I, I you know it was it, we had good energy the entire game. We had a guy that was you know, shoving pretty good there for a while, and then all of a sudden we were tied up. So I, I thought we stayed with it well. And, again, we had some opportunities in the eighth, had some good at-bats, just couldn't follow it through. So just came up a little bit short tonight. What are, the mechan- what are the mechanics with Tatis on first of potentially him stealing second base there and getting you out of that situation? Is that With Manny? Yeah. I mean, you got Manny up, too. You don't want to run into an out when you're down by two runs there. But, you know, he was trying to time him up if he was slow to the plate. Probably would have gone. If not, you know, we got our, one of our big boys up. Soto attacking uh, on that fly ball, was he, did he stop himself or did Chilton yell out? What's that? Did Soto stop himself on that throw? To the I plate? think he did, I think, yeah. I think Schilt was, was just some timing sometimes. You just don't feel like you get a jump. You know, Manny has been swinging better, hitting the ball hard there, but how much better does he need to get for you guys to reach what you can it's that we're not revolve. We don't revolve around one guy, but he, he has swung the bat good the last few games and really had not much to show for it. You know, hit, I think three line drives the day before. Hit that one cruise there. You always feel good about him at the, at the plate in that situation. Is it about Kim who can you know kind of seem overwhelmed at times and then comes through at times? Yeah, look, he's he's just a good player, and you know he's look kind of like a little bit of our engine, you know, as far as the a lot of the energy that he brings. And we've seen him here in the last year plus get some big hits, another one today. Um, you know, he can look bad for a couple of bats and then and then square one up like he did. I don't know who else was available in the bullpen, but what were the, the details of going to Hill there in that inning, knowing you get the Hill-Mookie matchup with potentially? Well, we weren't going to use Wilson today. We had Martinez, if you know, for the eighth. And so at that point in time, Hill's our best guy. That was Padres manager Bob Melvin from the clubhouse here at Dodger Stadium in L.A. Sam Levitt with you on our postgame coverage here on the Padres radio network as the Padres fall 4-2 to two to the L.A. Dodgers in this series opener here tonight. You heard the explanation there from Bob Melvin about going at Tim Hill in that seventh inning. Apparently Nick Martinez would have been the guy in the eighth inning, but Bob Melvin trying to get through that seventh inning before going to Nick Martinez, and Hill would give up the back-to-back home runs to Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman in that inning as the Dodgers took a 4-2 to lead, and that hurt on a number of different levels. Look, anytime you give up back-to-back home runs, it's not what you want if you're a Padres fan, but the Padres had clawed back in the top of the inning to tie the game at two, a two-out rally, a huge two-RBI double for Ha-Sung Kim, and then just like that, 
the lead was gone, or I should say the, the tie was gone, and uh, the two runs were, were given right back. Uh, before we go to break here and before we uh, do our uh, game highlights, we'll do that on the other side of this break. I wanted to play. We, we did things a little out of order today. I wanted to play Bob Melvin's thoughts first, quite honestly, because I thought the fireworks may be really loud in the background, so I didn't want to... Uh, I didn't want to do the game highlights with the fireworks going on. Now the fireworks are done. Fans are exiting the building. So we will get to our game highlights coming up in just a little bit. But let's go through some different elements, innings, situations in this game. And you know what? Before I do that, let's pause for Station ID on the Padres Radio Network. KWFNFM and KWFNH1 San Diego. This is Manny Machado from the San Diego Padres. The Padres lay here. 97-3, the fan. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Sam Levitt with you here at Dodger Stadium in L.A. The final score, the Dodgers 4 and the Padres 2 as we continue on our post-game coverage here on the Padres radio network. All right, now that we got through the uh, station ID, which we have to do, had to pause for a second to do that. Let's talk more about some situations here that Bob Melvin alluded to. First, you heard Bob Melvin talk about Blake Snell there. Look, was it the prettiest outing for Blake Snell? No, but bottom line, he got through six innings, two earned runs given up, and kept his team in the ball game enough to where they tied the game in the top of the seventh inning right when he came out. I mean, Blake Snell... You know, the last three outings now, six innings, two earned runs, six innings, two earned runs, six innings, three earned runs. So three straight quality outings. I know three walks last time. Uh, There were four walks here today. The walks contributed to the runs being given up in the third inning. But he was plenty good enough for this team to win this game here tonight, bottom line. Um, Let's go through some of uh, the, the innings here. So the Padres... Against Dustin May, who, to his credit, was really good in this game. He had a hiccup towards the end of his outing, but he was really good. Nine up, nine down to begin the game. Three perfect innings. Then the Padres get a one-out single in the fourth inning from Jake Cronenworth. Manny Machado grounds into a 4-6-3 double play to end the inning. There were some major missed opportunities in this game by the Padres' offense. They got a leadoff double from Juan Soto in the fifth inning. He went to third on a ground out by Xander Bogart, so he was on third base with one out. And then Matt Carpenter flew out. You heard Bob Melvin asked about it there. It was, I would say, a medium range, uh, or I should say medium depth fly ball, however you want to put it, to left field. I was a little surprised that Soto didn't continue running towards home, but uh, he put on the brakes and decided to uh, go back to third base, and then Ha-Sung Kim grounded out to end the inning. But bottom line, Padres had a runner on second. Nobody out, couldn't cash in. They had a two-out single in the sixth inning. Great job in the seventh inning. Uh, Two-out double by Bogarts. A walk to Carpenter. Pinch runner Odor comes in for Carpenter. And Ha-Sung Kim on a 3-2 pitch had a, a huge moment in this game, a two-run double to tie the game at two. Then in the eighth inning, after the, the Dodgers take the 4-2 to lead on the back-to-back home runs, Padres quite simply had a golden opportunity. A pinch-hit single to begin the eighth inning by Nelson Cruz. Fernando Tatis Jr., a single strikeout of Jake Cronenworth. And then one of the bigger moments in this game, Manny Machado grounds into an inning-ending 6-4-3 double play to uh, uh, get Evan Phillips out of that inning. And that really was the ball game there, uh, if we're being honest. Padres had a, a two-out single from Rugnet Odor in the ninth inning but could not 
do anything with it. So the Padres had opportunities in this game uh, beyond what they got with Hassan Kim's two RBI double in the seventh inning. Padres went one for seven with runners in scoring position, and it was the back-to-back home runs by Betts and Freeman at the very top of the L.A. lineup that got it done here tonight, gave the Dodgers a 4-2 lead, and they go on to win by that final score. All right, we'll step aside here on the Padres Radio Network. When we come back, we'll recap it again. We'll give you the uh, play-by-play highlights. Bob Scanlon on the call. Uh, We'll give you those highlights, uh, play them for you, recap it, and uh, we may have some additional audio coming from the clubhouse as well. Uh, May hear from Blake Snell uh, coming up here in a little bit as well. Again, the final score in this series opener in L.A., Dodgers 4, Padres 2, as the Padres drop their third consecutive game. We're back with more after this on the Padres. Padres Radio Network. Our post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score in L.A. here tonight, the Dodgers 4 and the Padres 2. Sam Levitt with you from Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles. The grounds crew is working on the field right now. We told you about the fireworks earlier tonight. All the fans, I don't know how they got all the fans off the outfield so quickly. I mean, there were at least a few thousand fans, maybe more, all on the outfield from foul line to foul line to watch the fireworks beyond center field. And uh, everybody's gone already. In fact, uh, everybody has left the building pretty much. Uh, some uh, some people still leave, leaving on the base side. But uh, <laughs> I'm just amazed at how quickly uh, it emptied out here. Final score, Dodgers 4, Padres 2. Disappointing night for the Padres. No way around it. Padres had opportunities in this game. Uh, Blake Snell put together a good outing. Padres clawed their way back to tie it late in the game. But uh, almost as quickly as they tied it, the lead uh, was taken again by the Dodgers, and uh, tough one here tonight. Padres have dropped three in a row, and we will continue to break this one down. Again, we will have our nightly awards coming up, the out-of-town scoreboard, and uh, we may squeeze in some phone calls as well, 833-288-0973, the phone number to call as always. One thing we have not done on our post game yet, a little bit later here tonight because of uh, the fireworks, I was a little bit concerned if, uh, if you would be able to hear me. Well, I, I think you could hear me, but uh, <laughs> to me, the fireworks were, were uh, very loud in my ears. So I decided to do Bob Melvin's postgame press conference first. Now, let's recap it and play you back the play-by-play highlights with our game highlights. Let's go through the biggest moments from today's game with our game highlights. Presented by the new El Cajon Ford Commercial Service Center. Servicing all Fords up to F-750s and motorhomes. Our pitching matchup, Dustin May and Blake Snell exchanged two scoreless innings to begin the night. May made it 9-up, 9-down with a 1-2-3 frame in the third. In the bottom half of the inning, Snell walked the number 9 batter, Trace Thompson. He then walked Mookie Betts. Two on and nobody out for Freddie Freeman. 1-0 pitch to him. Swung on. This one's driven over towards the gap, and it is going to be trouble. It is going to go all the way to the wall. Trace Thompson is going to score. They're going to send Mookie Betts. Here comes the throw. It's not going to be in time, and the Dodgers have a 2-0 lead on the two-run double by Freddie Freeman. 
Dustin May kept on rolling. He worked around a one-out single in the fourth inning. In the fifth inning, the Padres got a leadoff double from Juan Soto. He was then at third base with one out, but the Padres did not get him in. May worked around a two-out single in the sixth inning. May was at just 66 pitches through six scoreless innings. Meanwhile, Blake Snell put together a quality start. Six innings, two earned runs given up on that two-run double to Freddie Freeman. Four hits he struck out four and walked four. In the seventh inning, the Padres put together a two-out rally against Dustin May. Xander Bogarts doubled. Matt Carpenter walked as Bogarts stole third base. Rugnet Odor pinch ran for Carpenter. Ha-Sung Kim stepped in. The count went to 3-2. and two. And the pitch. Swung on. Line drive down the left field line, and it is fair. Xander Bogarts is going to score. He's waving on Odor. Here comes the throw home. He slides. He is safe. And the Padres have tied it up on a two-run double by Hassan Kim. A big hit for Hassan Kim, tying the game at two. It was Odor who just got in underneath the tag of Will Smith, and we were tied at 2-2. You felt like the Padres might go on and win this game. That was an enormous hit for Hassan Kim, but the game was not tied for long. Tim Hill replaced Snell in the seventh inning. He got the first out. But then Mookie Betts dug in. Swung on, driven to left field and deep. Looking up is Juan Soto. This ball is gone. Mookie Betts doing his damage once again to the Padres with the long ball. It was a Mookie Betts home run that tied it. The final game at Petco Park that the Dodgers ultimately won. And he's just given the Dodgers a 3-2 lead here in the bottom of the seventh. Freddie Freeman was next for L.A. Oh, one to Freeman. High fly ball, deep right field. Fernando Tatis Jr. is back. He's at the wall. He looks up. It's gone. Back-to-back home runs for the Dodgers here in the bottom of the seventh. First move to Betts. Now Freddie Freeman. And the Dodgers have a 4-2 lead for Betts, the seventh home run of the season for Freddie Freeman. The Dodgers got the two runs right back within the span of three batters. It was 4-2 L.A. at the end of seven. But the Padres had a rally in the eighth inning. Nelson Cruz pinch hit, let off with a single. Fernando Tatis Jr. followed with another as Cruz went to third base. But Jake Cronenworth struck out. Evan Phillips then entered to face Manny Machado, and Machado grounded into an inning-ending 6-4-3 double play, his second inning-ending double play hit into in this game. Domingo Tapia pitched the scoreless bottom of the eighth inning. We went to the ninth inning. L.A. still leading 4-2. Evan Phillips stayed on for the save opportunity. Padres got a two-out single by Rugnet Odor. It was Hassan Kim at the plate representing the tying run. 2-2 pitch to Hassan Kim. Swinging a miss, strike three. That'll do it. Dodgers win the opener 4-2. And that was that. Final score, LA 4, San Diego 2. As Caleb Ferguson picks up the win, he improves to 3-0. Tim Hill takes the loss, giving up the back-to-back home runs. He drops to 1-1. The save to Evan Phillips, his seventh save of the season. Padres now 19 and 20. Dodgers improved to 24 and 15 and the Padres now five games behind LA for first place in the NL West and of course it makes the next two games 
that much more important. And, yes, it is May 12th. Um, It is not September. It is not October. But if the next two days don't go well for the Padres, they could be looking at a sizable gap between themselves and the L.A. Dodgers at the end of this weekend. So uh, we shall see what the next couple of days hold. At least night number one here in L.A. does not go the Padres' way. We'll step aside, come back with much more. We'll give out our nightly awards. We'll also take your phone calls if you want to get involved. 833-288-0973, the phone number to call. Take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard and continue to break this one down. I have a lot of numbers for you. Some good some not so good and we'll continue to recap this game again the final dodgers four padres two back in a moment to la on the padres radio network our post game show continues here on the padres radio network final score the la dodgers four and the san diego padres two as the padres drop a game below 500 to 19 and 20 dodgers improved to 24 and 15 padres now five games behind la for first place in the national league west as we continue on our postgame coverage sam levitt with you here at dodger stadium in la we'll give out some of our nightly awards in a moment take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard as well phone number is always to call 833-288-0973 833-288 0973 the phone number uh the numbers right now and i'm just gonna kind of go through uh, a few different numbers here if you will last six games padres are one in five that one win came on tuesday in minnesota so the last six have not been great last 11 games the padres are five and six now so the last 11 overall have not been particularly great here is what and we've talked about this the last few days. Here is what really hurts right now. The Padres starting pitching and their pitching in general has been really, really good. Blake Snell going six innings, two earned runs here tonight. He did walk four, and I'm going to get more into Blake Snell's outing in a moment, but hang with me for a second here. The Padres' ninth quality start in the last 10 games. So nine out of the last 10 games, the Padres have received a quality start from their starting pitcher. Padres' starting pitching is a 2-4-80 RA in the last 11 games. But the Padres, again, are only 5-6 and six in those 11 games. So they have not really taken full advantage of how good the starting pitching has been. So that is one area of concern here tonight. Uh, The pitching as a whole, this is a number I talked about yesterday that I got some tweets uh, during the postgame yesterday, and people said, I cannot believe what you just said. But the Padres have, even after tonight, they still have the lowest team ERA of any major league team in the month of May, a 2-2-7 ERA in 10 games in May. And again, they're only four and six in the month of May. So same sort of theme there. The pitching has been good. I know the bullpen, Tim Hill, gave up the back-to-back home runs. But if we want to zoom out even on today's game, Padres pitching gave up four runs on six hits. This was not a disastrous pitched game, okay? Uh, it, it just was not. So a, a 2-2-7 ERA in 10 games in May. The next lowest team ERA is 2 by the Mariners in 10 games in May. So the pitching side of things, for the most part, most nights, 
has been good enough to win. Now, the bullpen has struggled here at times. Yesterday, the Padres had a 3-2 to two lead heading into the seventh inning, couldn't hold it. They had a 3-2 a, a to two lead in the tenth inning in Minnesota on Wednesday and could not hold it. Uh, we know about the, the Mookie Betts home run on Sunday, Josh Hader, a blown save. Uh, that was an issue. So there have been some bullpen issues, but again, if you zoom out a little bit, I don't think that's really been the primary problem. The primary problem continues to be an inconsistent offense. Padres had two runs here tonight, and I will roll through some of the numbers here, and some of them are not particularly pretty, but they are what they are right now. Padres with runners in scoring position, one for seven here tonight. They're batting 135 with runners in scoring position in the last nine games. On the year now, a 202 team batting average with runners in scoring position. That is the lowest team batting average with runners in scoring position in baseball. With runners on base, period, 211 team batting average. That is 17 points lower than any other team. So it has not just been runners in scoring position, it's been runners on base in general as well for a team with the names the Padres have in this lineup. Again, not trying to pile on, I'm just giving you the numbers that, you know, quite honestly, in some ways match the eye test of what we've seen here and and what the narratives have been um, with this inconsistent offense. So the Padres are still searching uh, for that consistency, they're still searching in many cases for the big hit. Uh, those issues existed here tonight. The Padres had a runner on second in the fifth inning, nobody out. Then Soto on third base, one out in that same inning, could not get him in. Even trailing four to two in the eighth inning, they had runners on first and third, nobody out. Cronenworth and Machado do up. Cronenworth struck out. Machado grounded into his second inning-ending double play of the game. That was an inning, a situation that really hurt them in this game here tonight. So uh, Padres have to find ways to cash in when they have those opportunities. That's the bottom line right now. You heard Bob Melvin talk plenty about it in the postgame yesterday, and uh, we'll see if the Padres can get it going tomorrow in that department against the Dodgers. And, uh, yeah, bottom line is this right now. Padres are five games Behind the L.A. Dodgers for first place in the NL West. It is only May 12th, but if the next two days don't go well here, again, it's just just numbers here. Padres, let's say they don't win a game here. They'd be seven games out in mid-May. That is not where I think anybody expected this team to be. So they can flip flip that story with a couple of wins tomorrow and Sunday, But that is the danger of where the Padres are putting themselves right now, where you have a bad couple of days here tomorrow and Sunday, seven games, that's not nothing. I mean, that's that's pretty sizable in mid-May. So I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but that is now the reality, the situation the Padres are in right now. So we'll see if they can... Uh, turn it around, bounce back tomorrow. Let's tell you about our ace pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's ace pitcher of the game. Brought to you by the Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Traeger and Weber to the Big Green Egg. All your grilling and barbecue needs are inside the Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. Our ace pitcher of the game... We'll give it to Blake Snell here tonight. 
Six innings, two earned runs given up, four hits allowed. He walked four, struck out for 101 pitches. It was not the, the prettiest outing for Snell. The runs he gave up, you know, he, he got into trouble by walking the number nine batter, walking Mookie Betts. Two straight walks to start the inning, and they immediately came back to bite him with a two-run double from Freddie Freeman. But you zoom out on his outing, six innings, two runs. He's now had three straight quality starts. Blake Snell was not the reason the Padres lost this game. I mean, he pitched well enough to win or have the Padres win the game. And, in fact, he pitched well enough to, to keep him down by two and then give them an opportunity to tie the game in the seventh inning which they did so you know it wasn't perfect from Blake Snell some control issues at times but he is not the problem here tonight he's not the reason the Padres didn't win this game so Blake Snell will be our ace pitcher of the game and like we've been saying the starting pitching I read the numbers earlier has been really really good nine quality starts in the last 10 games for this Padres rotation. It's been good. Good enough to win on a lot of nights. But the Padres are not winning those games consistently right now. So that was our ace pitcher of the game. Now let's tell you about our relief pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game. In support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank. Providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit SanDiegoFoodBank.org. Our relief pitcher of the game, we will go with Dodgers right-hander Evan Phillips in this game. We've got five outs for his seventh save of the season. Phillips comes in. In the eighth inning, runners on first and third, one out. Dodgers up by two and induced an inning-ending double playoff to bat of Manny Machado and then came out for the ninth inning, gave up a two-out single and nothing more. So Evan Phillips was very, very good in this game. Five outs, picks up save number seven, got out of a big-time jam with one of the best hitters in baseball, Manny Machado, at the plate. Got a big double play, and that is why Evan Phillips is our relief pitcher of the game here tonight. We'll step aside, come back with our player of the game, out-of-town scoreboard, get you ready for tomorrow. Again, the final score, Dodgers 4, Padres 2, back to L.A. after this on the Padres Radio Network. Our post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Sam Levitt with you from Los Angeles here at Dodger Stadium. Good to have you with us on this Friday evening. Final score, the Dodgers 4 and the Padres 2 as the Padres drop their series opener to L.A. If you missed it, Padres trail 2-0 heading into the seventh inning. The two runs the Dodgers got were in the third on a two-run double by Freddie Freeman. Those would be the only two runs that Blake Snell would allow in this game. Six innings, two earned runs given up for Snell. Four hits he did walk for, and he did walk two in front of Freeman in that third inning. But the Padres, after being shut out by Dustin May, for six innings and then really six and two-thirds innings because May got the first two outs of the seventh inning. Then they rallied. Two out double by Xander Bogarts, a walk to Matt Carpenter, Rugnet Odor pinch ran, Hassan Kim a game-tying two-run double into the left-field corner, tied the game at two, but in the bottom half of the seventh inning, 
One-out home runs back-to-back by Betts and Freeman gave the Dodgers a 4-2 lead. The home runs against Tim Hill, and that was the ball game. Padres had a great scoring chance in the eighth inning. Runners on first and third. Nobody out. Manny Machado grounding into an inning-ending double play. Second time he did that in this game here tonight. And uh, the Padres could not cash in, and the Dodgers go on to win it by that 4-2 final. Let's tell you about our player of the game. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today. Our player of the game here tonight. I think we got to go with Freddie Freeman. He had a two-run double in the third, solo home run to make it 4-2. to two. L.A. in the seventh inning, the second of the back-to-back home runs by Betts and Freeman. It's got to be Freddie Freeman. Two hits, double, home run, three RBIs, game high. Freddie Freeman, our player of the game here tonight. Trust me, I didn't want to give it to Freddie Freeman either, but uh, <laughs> one of those games where uh, pretty clear who the uh, player of the game was for uh, for either side uh, here tonight. Freddie Freeman, a very, very nice performance. And, uh, again, the uh, big stars for the Dodgers delivering in that seventh inning. Back-to-back home runs by Betts and Freeman propelling L.A. to a 4-2 to win. Let's take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard, tell you what's going on on this Friday night in the major leagues. Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the Out of Town Scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958. Take a look at the scores in the Major Leagues. Everything has gone final. Reds beat the Marlins earlier today, 7-4. It was the Mariners over the Tigers, 9-2 in Detroit. Julio Rodriguez had three hits in that game, including a home run for Seattle. Mets beat the Nationals, 3-2 in Washington, D.C. Francisco Lindor had a three-run single in that game for the New York Mets. Orioles beat the Pirates, 6-3 in Baltimore. Cedric Mullins hit for the cycle in that game in Baltimore as the Orioles win it over the Pirates. Remember what a good start the Pirates got off to? They are not playing well all of a sudden. They are just three games above 500 now at 21-18. and 18. Yankees beat the Rays 6-5 in the Bronx. Anthony Rizzo hit a couple of home runs in that game. Blue Jays beat the Braves 3-0 in Toronto. Chris Bassett, a complete game shutout, a two-hitter in that game for Bassett as the Blue Jays beat Atlanta 3-0 in Toronto. Angels beat the Guardians 5-4 in Cleveland. The uh, Guardians, or I should say the Angels, putting together a rally in the ninth inning uh, to win that game over Cleveland. Cardinals beat the Red Sox 8-6 in Boston. Nolan Gorman, a big pinch hit two-run home run in the ninth inning as uh, the Cardinals go on to win it. Cubs beat the Twins 6-2 in Minnesota. Astros over the White Sox 5-1 in Chicago. Brewers beat the Royals 5-1 in Milwaukee. It was the Phillies over the Rockies 6-3 in Colorado. Bryce Harper had a big two-run double in the eighth inning of, of that game. Uh, in Colorado. Diamondbacks beat the Giants 7-5. In Arizona, Dominic Fletcher hit his first major league home run. Former Amarillo Sob Poodle, Dominic Fletcher, I should mention. The A's beat the Rangers 9-7 in Oakland earlier today. And that's looked the out-of-town scoreboard on this Friday in the major leagues. 
taking a look at tomorrow's game, game two of this three-game series between the Padres and the L.A. Dodgers. Right-hander Joe Musgrove on the mound for the Padres. Left-hander Julio Urias on the mound for the L.A. Dodgers. And again, in case you missed it earlier, there was some news earlier in the day. Left-hander Ryan Weathers now scheduled to start the final game of this series on Sunday against right-hander Tony Gonsolin. So again, tomorrow it's Musgrove against Urias, and then Sunday it'll be Weathers against Gonsolin as the Padres try to bounce back after falling in this series opener here tonight. Taking a look at the final totals in this ball game, game one of this three-game set at Dodger Stadium. For the Dodgers, four runs, six hits, no errors. They left on six. And for the Padres, two runs, eight hits, one error. They left on five. Winning pitcher was Caleb Ferguson, who improves to 3-0. and The losing pitcher was Tim Hill. He drops to 1-1. and The save goes to Evan Phillips, number seven on the season for Phillips. Time of game, two hours and 27 minutes here in L.A. And the crowd at Dodger Stadium, 49,399. That'll do it for our post-game show here on the Padres Radio Network. Again, first pitch tomorrow at 4.15 p.m., Our pregame coverage begins at 3.15. Certainly hope you can join us then. Until then, for our great studio coordinator, Nick Tanucci, I'm Sam Levitt saying so long and good night. Again, the final score in L.A., the L.A. Dodgers 4 and the San Diego Padres 2. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the Padres Radio Network.